Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hello, friends. This is Angie. Today, we're digging into 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 13. Have you ever heard this phrase before? Looking backwards helps lead you forward. Do you agree? Does our past give us clues to help us in the here and now? Or is it a waste of time to look backwards? Should we just plow ahead and leave the past in the dust? Sometimes looking back can help us avoid repeating the same mistakes in the future. That has happened for me several times. For example, I was once dating a guy who announced to me that he had planned a huge surprise for me for the following weekend. We had dated for several months, and when I told my friends about it, they were convinced he was going to propose to me, even though we hadn't talked anything about marriage. I became swept up in their excitement, and when the weekend came, I was uneasy and curious, though, frankly, I was mainly feeling anxiety. I'm not sure if it was to my relief or shock, but his planned surprise actually had nothing to do with me. He had rented a shiny red expensive sports car for the weekend for us to drive, though I never got a chance behind the wheel. This was not a fun or meaningful surprise for me. And looking back, I learned some things that helped me not repeat similar mistakes in the future, starting with learning to identify selfish versus unselfish gift giving. Hashtag not dating him now. <laughs> Our text today finds Paul looking backwards, too, in order to help Christians in Corinth move forward and not repeat the mistakes of their ancestors. Sometimes we humans don't want to look back because we're entrenched in this idea of individualism, of me, me, and more me, which might sound like, I can figure this out on my own. I can take care of myself. I am responsible for me. It's definitely good to have self-confidence and be responsible. Yet Paul, in verses 1-4, through four, is quick to remind Corinth believers that the Lord didn't just leave their ancestors in the wilderness to take care of themselves. It was not their leader Moses, but Yahweh, who provided guidance, sustenance, and nourishment in the difficult times. Deliverance was provided by God, not by their own individual efforts. I like how Pastor Larry Brinsford put it. Paul was attempting to move the Corinthians away from a rugged individualism to a rugged surrender. Verses 5 through 10 could probably be entitled, The Disaster of Doing Things Your Own Way. Paul references the book of Numbers, which shows us how the children of Israel disobeyed God in spite of his wonderful provisions. They wanted to go their own way and do their own thing. They got tired of being dependent upon God, and they chased after individualism. Paul saw this as a receipt for disaster, one that he was hoping to help the Corinthians avoid. He set out to speak that truth, starting in verse 11. Verses 11 and 12 in the message, quote, These are all warning markers, danger in our history books, written down so that we don't repeat their mistakes. Our positions in the story are parallel. They at the beginning, we at the end and we are just as capable of messing it up as they were. Don't be so naive and self-confident. You're not exempt. You could fall flat on your face as easily as anyone else, 
Forget about self-confidence. It's useless. Cultivate God confidence. So Paul writes a warning to those who have backslidden that they need to straighten up, but also a warning to those who hadn't fallen to not be arrogant or settle into comfort. These words aren't just reminders for the Corinthian church. They are good reminders for Bethel Church, too. Paul starts chapter 10 by saying, I don't want you to be unaware. Friends, I don't want us to be unaware either. There is a real danger if we put our trust and our strength in our own efforts and abilities. In fact, that is a type of idolatry, putting ourselves in the place of God. If we put our faith in ourselves, we will fail. Our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. He leads and He guides us. He provides guidance and our nourishment. Let us not grumble and complain about what God is or is not doing in our lives or in our church. If we try to take over control from Him, it will ultimately lead to disaster. Rugged surrender models God control, God reliance, and says, we can do nothing apart from Christ. Individualism leads to failure. It did for many of the Israelites, for some of the Corinthians, and it will for us too. These verses are my prayer for us and for Bethel Church. When darkness veils his lovely face, may we rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, our anchor holds within the veil. Amen. Hey, I hope you sing that hymn the rest of the day. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Hashtag cultivate God confidence. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.